What's up, what's good? It's Tim O in your hood, and thank you for joining us on Mr. Meaningful Work Retain, a big energy conversation about engaging and retaining your people. kind of feels like deja vu a little bit because introducing today's guest reminds me of the time that I interviewed the co-founder of the same company um, on my last show, the late afternoon show. But today I'm talking with the co-founder and COO of talent acquisition AI company Humanly, Andrew Gardner. Prim was his partner that I talked to two years ago and I just love everything about Andrew and the work that Humanly is doing both to support hiring managers and to meet candidates in a meaningful, inclusive, and honoring way. In my opinion, and I believe Andrew would agree, that retention and engagement start before an associate even starts in the company. And we'll talk about that today. But before we get started, I just have to give a very special thank you and shout out to Spark for sponsoring this season of the Retain Podcast. We all agree that engagement and recognition are at the core of increasing retention and reducing turnover in organizations. And Spark has found the magic that blends industry-verified research, human-centeredness, and cutting-edge technology to help leaders connect with their teams in ways that inspire them to stay. So if you're an HR or people leader, Spark is a must-have in your toolkit. Check them out sparkco.com slash Mr. Meaningful Work. That's spark, S-P-A-R-C-K, co.com slash Mr. Meaningful Work. As you've probably already heard or will hear throughout the season, we've activated the magic of Spark with some HR leaders that our guests have nominated. So check that out. But today, we're about to jump into the show. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Mr. Meaningful Work Retain. And like I said, I am here with this superhero that they call Andrew, Mr. I call him AG. My man AG of Human Lee. Welcome to the show, my brother. How are you feeling? How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Uh, a little tired, uh, as I know you are with kids and work, and, yeah. uh, but everyone is. But yeah. yeah. Uh, outside of that, I'm good. That's, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, dude, I think we just live in a constant state of tired, yeah. right? Like, you can get, I tell my wife this all the time, like, you can get a full eight, seven, six hours of sleep and just yeah. wake up tired. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. what is that? Like but, it's, it's, I talk to a lot of people every day yeah. and folks that have, like, teenage kids yeah. or kids in college, yeah. folks who have adult kids, and I'm like... How do you ever get there? Yeah. Like it's just yeah. so fun, you know. <laughs> so, like, and, and yeah. I'm complaining a lot, but it, there's a lot of good, right? Yeah. But like, I just look at them and I'm just like, and to them that it's a blur, right? Yeah. They like they yeah. don't even remember it. But yeah. yeah, it's wild. It's it's wild. I saw a LinkedIn post that you put mm-hmm. of your is it your daughter? Yeah. Of yeah. when you and Prem were talking about starting the company humanly, she was not yeah, even was, born yet, or yeah, she was paternally. Yeah, yeah. So the first call was I'd taken. A couple weeks off of my my day job at the time, right? Uh, To, you know, for my daughter to get settled and, you know, to help my wife and spend time with her. And and then that's when, you know, Prim called me for the first time with an idea. And we just ended up calling each other every day and started talking and and research. And and who knows if it, if I hadn't had that time. Yeah. Um, maybe I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Yo. But, uh, but yeah, it's wild. And now, you know, she's three, three and a half and. Yeah, you know, she was in her first ballet performance, Ooh. so I'm excited for that. And 
Yeah, so try, trying to still spend that quality. Yeah, time. for sure. They, folks always talk about startups and entrepreneurship as your baby, right? Like yeah. the business is your baby and the type of things you have to put in there. But to see that happening real time on both ends, right? You have like an actual yeah. baby and like yes. all the time and attention for that. And then you have the business baby that you're putting into. So yeah. um, what an awesome perspective there. Very man. similar high highs yeah. and low lows with <laughs> both of them as well. Absolutely. So they make, they make that sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like we do with all of our guests, we ask the question, what are you famous for? And of course... If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that What Are You Famous For has W-R-U-F-F, which is rough. And so we want to get a big dog roof out of each of our guests. And then you tell us what it is that you're actually famous for. Yeah. Let's go. Roof! Let's go. Uh, I just assumed I was going to be terrible, but I'll have to go back and watch other people's yeah. barks no. and see how I stack up. No, that was good. <laughs> I think I think the after face, if I like, roof, check it. Like that is did I do okay? <laughs> that is good. I did it in a mall one time. Uh-huh. Um, I was just doing like a little TikTok random interviews yeah. with folks, and this old guy. I mean, he leaned back and just like, and it like reverberated through the mall, and folks in no the way. balcony are like looking yeah. down, like, "Dude, what's going on?" Um, but yeah, tell us, what are you famous for? What do folks know uh, you? Well, this one's a little different than normal, okay? Because I wouldn't say it's famous, more so infamous. Okay, a little bit. Okay. So, um, as some folks know, so I played football in college. Okay. Um, I was a field goal kicker, right? Okay. And um, just like we talk about with my kids and work, very high highs, but yeah. also very, very low, low lows. Yeah. Um, I had a pretty low low in college. Oh, so man. I was on the Sports Center bottom 10 mm. um, for some kicking. I Sports I did Center, like on TV? Yeah, like on ESPN and everything. Oh, so, man. yeah, so not necessarily famous, more so <laughs> infamous. infamous. Man. For some some pretty, pretty did it bad. like just miss the goalposts? Did you like so, kick and fall? Like what no, was? No, so it was um. So I missed three extra points in one oh, game, man. and it happened to be like one of our. So I, I went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, okay. generally a pretty small school, right? Yeah. So we were playing the University of Wisconsin in Madison. Yeah. Ninety five thousand people yeah. there. Really, you know, we were big gonna, stage. We were about to beat them. Yeah. And, you know, I missed three extra points, which oh. was more kicked, more extra points than I missed yeah. literally my entire life combined. So, like, I, you know, in high school, never missed one, and Man. college hadn't missed one, and then it was, Was it the you know, pressure? Was it the nerves? Like, I really, you know, it's kind of like golf a little yeah. bit, where, like, you can't really try harder. Mm. You know, you don't really know why. You yeah. Know? And, and then, like, you try and correct it. Yeah. And then, you know, if you're trying to correct your, your slice, you fix it, but then you start pulling the yeah. ball, you know, like, so... um. You know, in the moment, it was like eight degrees outside, 95,000 people there, mm. all the pressure of the game. Yeah. Like, J.J. Watt was on Wisconsin. Like, yeah, it was like, it was kind of a big, yeah. big moment, right? Yeah. And I, I fell flat on my yeah. face, so it was not yeah. not good. But now, looking back on it, you know, 15 years later, there's a yeah. lot to build yeah. off of. Yeah. It's made me pretty resilient. Yeah, and, that, that was yeah. literally going to be my next question is, you know, when you, th- thank you for yeah. uh, sharing Something that's maybe not as positive uh, yeah. by way of, you know, something that you're known for. Because the next thing is like, what do we learn from those tough situations? Yeah. Um, and you mentioned resilience, um, which is a conversation that happens a lot when we're talking about retention and engagement. Like, how do you build a resilient workforce? Um, but can you give an example of like, you know, yeah. when you think about resilience and what happened, you know, back then, yeah. how do those things match? 
I'll, I'll say this. It is good to talk about in interviews. Mm. So, uh, yeah. so when folks say, hey, you know, tell me about a time you've overcome a challenging yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. good one there to point to, right? Bam. Yeah. Um, w- which is a positive. But no, like, look, I mean, even on our startup journey and, you know, seed stage company, we've raised money. And, yeah. You know, from the outside looking in, all's going great. Like every single one, there's millions of bumps in the road, yeah. right? On a day-to-day basis, on a week-to-week basis, you struggle through things, yeah. right? Like, again, you have those high moments that are awesome, but there's those challenging ones. And like, yeah. it's almost it's almost better or it's almost harder to respond. It is harder to respond to those tough moments as it is the good moments. Because yeah. in the good moments, it's a celebration, yeah. right? But in the yeah. in the harder stuff, it's like, how are you going to respond yeah. when things aren't going your way? Yeah. Are you going to lean on folks? Yeah. Can you be a team player and support each other? And um, I know I'm rambling now, but like, I think it's just like the reality is, is in life, we're going to be faced with a ton of challenging yeah. things, right? And all you really can do is focus on getting better, yeah. right? And what's next and, pu- yeah. and pushing forward, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so that that's what it's kind of taught me and nice. allowed me to do. Nice, nice. And I'm sure as you've been on this entrepreneurial journey with Humanly, um, which is, you know, we talk about retention. We talk about, you know, folks that are already in the organization. How do we keep them? How do we continue to inspire them um, to stay? But what Humanly does is bringing folks in, right? Yeah. From a talent acquisition recruiting standpoint, but it's not just purely that. I know we've, yeah. um, I talked to Prem, CEO and yeah. co-founder um, on the previous version of the podcast. Super excited to talk to you. So can you just give us a quick kind of origin story yeah. of, of, of of Humanly and how we yeah. got to well, where we are today? Well, our origin story, honestly, like it ties back to retaining folks. Okay. So like, so, so wow. Prem and I, we met working at an employee engagement platform. Okay. So like, and, and it's called Tiny Pulse. I don't know if you've, mm-hmm. you've ever used it before, similar to Qualtrics or CultureAmp or, you know, a survey tool to better understand yeah. um, how your how your employees are feeling, yeah. what, what's missing, you know, bubbling up issues to leadership. Um, so that we didn't found it, right? Yeah. We're first time founders yeah. with Humanly, but we met, Prem was running product. Yeah. I was an enterprise sales guy trying to bring new companies, bring you know, into in. the yeah. tiny pulse journey. And, and really it started with us getting to know each other, just like trying to help folks better solve problems, yeah. right? Like helping them better understand, listen to, respond, like be, be, like value the organization and yeah. their organizational values and so forth. And so that's really where we were able to build our our relationship off of and meet a lot of folks that were in hiring maybe, yeah. that were running into challenges, yeah. that were also solving challenges around retaining mm. and engaging employees, right? And so that's where kind of the journey started for us and, yeah. and met a bunch of folks that were having challenges around high volume hiring and yeah. you know engaging all candidates in an authentic way and yeah. making sure they're giving everyone an equitable and experience even yeah. while you know one recruiter is handling tens of thousands of candidates yeah. right um, you know employer branding now is a huge yes, a huge, huge part of this yeah. too and yeah. you know for for consumer facing brands yeah. you know your employer brand is almost as important as, as your, the actual product or service yeah, brand yeah totally yeah, yeah. so you, so all that stuff matters, right? Wow. And again, we truly feel Prem and I, and on our that that literally the retaining and engaging journey of your employees it starts all the way from your first touch from point in recruiting, touch. Yeah. right? And it all ties together, yeah. right? And the reality is, is now onboarding and you know the employee life cycle. Yeah. You know, folks are generally leaving within two years of coming. You know, we're not mm. having lifetime people working for organizations. Yeah. So how do you start their journey? 
with a positive experience, get yeah. them ramped up the fastest yeah. and give them the best experience possible through that, not only to extend that lifetime they have with you, yeah. but also the reality is, is when they leave, yeah. how can they be their best advocate for mm. you? Giving them that, hey, parting really good ways and yeah. knowing that they're going to help you recruit other folks. Yeah. So, Dude, I love, I love that the talent acquisition or recruiting product that humanly is, or at least at the core, started with engagement, retention in mind or at the heart. Yeah. Um, if you were to pick maybe one challenge, right? If you're talking to leaders, hiring managers yeah. that are trying to add to their team, um, what would you say is a common challenge that they face in um, bringing folks in that have a good, ex- you know, having a good experience bringing folks in? Is it just yeah. the scale? Like there's just too many? Is it like the mindset? Yeah. Is it time? Is it really like, what is that thing? Um, it's, yeah, I, I would say scale is definitely a big part, of, again, yeah. for many employers, right? Yeah. Um, the other piece to it too is tooling, right? Okay. And safe to say, and those in HR, you know, haven't always been given the newest and greatest. And, you know, me right. being a salesperson the yeah. last decade I've been yeah. in software, right? I'm always given the shiniest, yeah. best tools yeah. to be the best salesperson yeah. and know how good a job I'm doing yeah. and, and all that, right? Like yeah. HR folks have got the dusty that. stuff, if anything. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. get the leftovers, right? <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. Like, and yeah. so, and the reality that HR and recruiters are faced with is even if they're ready to move off one of these old tools they yeah. hate that's slowing them down, that yeah. they loathe every single, you know, yeah. like you're probably on a five-year contract, right? Like we have one customer yeah. that uses an unnamed, very old school platform yeah. that's literally been trying to move for five years off of it. Off of that and platform. And they just renewed for two more. Because the, the realities they're faced with is the change management and the actual time and energy it takes to change your core yeah. HR That's stack work. platform yeah. is a hell of a lot of work, yeah. right? Yeah. That no one has the, you're already under-resourced yeah. anyways, yeah. right? So the challenge really is, hey, how do we arm HR folks and recruiters mm. and talent professionals with relevant tools the latest to today? Yeah. You know, and it doesn't even have yeah. to be the latest and greatest. Okay. Like, yeah, as great as our tool is, it's yeah. not like, you know, we're not create yeah. Airbnb creating yeah. You know, allowing people to rent their apartments out. Yeah. That's like life changing, yeah, right? Yeah. We're just trying to give folks a tool yeah. so they can respond quicker and engage them authentically, yeah. get them on, remind them to show up for interviews. Yeah. Like all that stuff matters and they yeah. just haven't ever been able to do that before. Wow. So it's it's about the tooling, about the actual resources that that it would take to meet that demand. Um and I so, mean, so like literally we have one client and sorry to cut you off. No, good, good. We have one client that bought humanly paying us a lot of money yeah. to literally like scheduling and engaging can all that stuff's great and good but by us being able to engage a candidate and then move them move their rec- their candidate record to move it from one part of their their core system to another part of the core system yeah. justifies the entire investment in humanly because right now it's costing them manual time mm. to go in and reassign candidates yeah. from one job rec to another yeah. right and just by us automatically doing that, it saves them hundreds of hours a year. Wow. Thousands of candidates, right? Like, wow. Like just that yeah. alone, yeah. let alone all the other marketing bugs yeah. that you see from us, yeah. right? Wow. And it frees them up to do what matters. the work that they got into HR 
to do, yeah. right? The coaching, the you know, the business partnership, and and to focus uh, on the candidates, yeah. like yeah. to be the better version of themselves. Yeah. That's not stress. That's yeah. not coming into conversations like this. Like, yeah. oh, my kids, <laughs> you know, sweating, and you know, like, like, allow them yeah. to have the time back yeah. to be able to do their jobs more effectively. Wow. Um, so one of the things that I found interesting is you know the rate of innovation right how things especially in tech right things are constantly yeah. getting shinier and better and new versions and things like that when i talked to prem last was it last year maybe the year before that yeah um and even in talking to him on the show we connected again maybe a few months later on on something else and yeah um seeing the growth and development and talking like the humanly from talking to prem yeah and the humanly that we have today are two, I mean, same core, yeah. but like different things, different yeah. services, different insights. Um, talk to us a little bit about that innovation yeah. journey. How do you keep up? How do you know, like, hey, we're going to kind of stay in this lane for a little bit? Talk to yeah. us about that innovation journey. Yeah, I mean, I, I think when you talked to Prim the first time, it was three co-founders and at the time probably less than four folks yeah. full-time yeah. that were helping us, yeah. right? Now you fast forward, we're 22 full time, right? Nice. So like, yeah. just think, and that's a year and a yeah. half, right? Yeah. Like how much that's changed, right? Yeah. Independent of the product itself. But yeah, like really kind of our journey, it's been a, a fascinating one from a product perspective and, and helping folks. It's really, we're like following the thread of just helping people solve mm, problems, problems, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, it's almost like Maslow's hierarchy and Prim says, you might've even said on your podcast, right? But like, how do we help folks with their basic needs, right? Like to start with, yeah. right? Like, and that's really what we're solving with our automation tool. Yeah. Like, you know, do humans really need to be emailing back and forth 10 times to just yeah. pick a time on the calendar, yeah. right? Or yeah. like to interview the same 1,000 candidates, 15 minutes for 1,000 people asking the same set of yeah. questions, you know, yeah. like, and, and not doing it consistently. Yeah. And like, so like, how do we meet their basic needs yeah. of saving time and yeah. allowing them to be more, right? So, so that was kind of goal one, right? And then once we started helping folks do that, they look at us and they say, hey, how do we really move the needle when it comes to both quality hire mm. and then also like diversity, equity, inclusion yeah. is everything today, yeah. right? And folks are now having more budget come to diversity, equity, yeah. inclusion yeah. to authentically engage all types of people. Yeah. And it's no longer like, hey, DE&I means I need more underrepresented folks yeah. at the top of my recruiting funnel, yeah. right? Because that's not enough. Yeah. You could go source a bunch of folks yeah. and like if your process isn't representative yeah. of them, they're going to say, go, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Goodbye, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> it's a reality, right? So like that was the next pro the yeah. next challenge. We've now helped you solve the kind of automating what should be automated. Yeah. But now how do we really move the needle and help folks be the best version of themselves yeah. in these very human parts yeah. of recruiting, which one is, one is the interview, right? Yeah. And so we built now a, an addition to our platform where it sits in on interviews yes. and it provides feedback, yeah. not about the candidate, yeah. right? There's many platforms focused on yeah. candidate efficacy and yeah. how good of a candidate you'd be, but more so reflecting on the interviewer mm. and saying, hey, are you talking to, I know I'm talking way too fast right now, which negatively impacts cognition of mm. English as a second language learners, yeah. right? Um, so uncovering this interview, which has yeah. always been this unknown, yeah. right? And turning that into data yeah. so you can be the best version of yourself wow. and give everyone as equitable a process as you can. Oh, I love, and I love the partnership that you see between 
the human function, like what people still have to do in partnership yeah. with technology and AI yeah. and, and things like that, where people are, you know, there's a book that I'm reading, Trust and Inspire by uh, Stephen Covey, and he talks about um, intention, right? If your intention doesn't match your behavior, that's where you have that disconnect. And I feel yeah. like people have leaders have good intention. They want to be inclusive, right? Yeah. They want that diversity. They want to be able to create that psycholo- you know, psychological safety, that environment where folks yeah. can be themselves, but, um, but the behavior maybe doesn't reflect it. And so now that we have this technology that comes alongside and say, hey, let us help match your behavior to that intention by saying, hey, your voice inflection is doing this yeah. or your pace is doing this or, yeah. you know, the assumption that you made on this particular thing, I did it the other day. Oh, my goodness. I almost <laughs> wanted to punch myself. Somebody had said something about, um, oh, something, something, something. My manager did this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, did he say? And it was like, well, it was a she. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. Yeah. Well, there's so <laughs> much of that stuff. Like, so, yeah. so think about it this way. So yeah. Prim talks about, you know, he's in, in Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Big Seattle Mariners. Yeah. Team, right? Like, you think to yourself when you're interviewing someone, like, you have a candidate from Seattle. I'll start the interview talking about the Mariners. Yeah. Oh, are you a Mariners fan? Like, yeah. you know, you don't, no harm in that. Yeah. Right. But what you begin to realize is, like, if you're talking to Seattle candidates about the Mariners for 10 minutes out of a 30 minute interview, and then all the other candidates are just going right into the questions, yeah. right? And, like, like does him, does him or her being a Mariner fan, Make him or her uh, the like, right end yeah, software engineer you're yeah, going to hire, right? Yeah. Or like does being able to have that rapport building, the like, yeah. you know, at the beginning of an interview that yeah. makes you feel like, logically, it makes yeah. you feel like the person's better, yeah. more like you, right? Yeah. Like, does that really reflect what's going to make someone successful in yeah. the role? And the answer of 90% is no, yeah. right? And so like, how do you check yourself? Yeah. Not that it's a bad thing yeah. to connect with folks, but, it's but put awareness. it in the context yeah. of the broader landscape yeah. of saying, hey, how do I be a, the best version of myself yeah. in those moments? Yeah, no, I love that. And it helps folks feel um, recognized, right? It helps folks feel seen. Yeah. And, it, and if you start your employment journey feeling seen, feeling yeah. appreciated, you know, that's going to help, you know, the rest of your experience, you know, within that organization, help you yeah. be more engaged and more committed to that organization. Um, one of the things when we talk about just like recognition and feeling seen um, is, you know, how folks like to feel recognized. We have yeah. a awesome sponsor for this uh, podcast, Spark, who does that. They yeah. do recognition. Anna's the best. Yeah, yeah. Anna is the, is the best. best. Yeah. Yes, Anna. Um, CEO of, of Spark. And so recognition, engagement, you know, also helping leaders to see those opportunities yeah. to better recognize and see and appreciate folks in the way that they want to be appreciated. Um, so I'd like to ask our guests, I mean, if we were to ask you, like, what is a way that you feel seen or recognized yeah. or appreciated in the workplace? Um, I know this, like, might not tie directly back, but I, I'm a true believer, believer in, like, not just random acts of kindness, Mm -hmm. but like recognition in moments. Mm. Recognition, honestly, like in the moment as much as you can, right? So one thing we've really focused on it, so we use Slack internally, but a lot of folks use Teams or other kind of communication tools, right? Just simply having like a wins channel, Mm. right? Or like something like that where you can at any time, like you might be doing something every day, right? 
you might be working with one of your colleagues and like they do something that you feel needs to be recognized yeah. right just like that little thing like yeah. when i see someone give me a shout out and again you know being a leadership team yeah. member like you're doing a lot of stuff so and you don't always get yeah you know folks don't always feel yeah. comfortable doing yeah. that right yeah. so like even just a little thing like hey i was on a call with andrew or i was yeah. on a call with tim and he did this like such a great job doing this yeah. like it doesn't have to be monetary it doesn't yeah. have to be but like those in the moment yeah like pieces of recognition yeah. in the midst of the chaos of yeah. life we talk about yeah like that could be the difference between you going to calls like just tired and like it, and completely changing your yeah. your dynamic your perspective for the rest of the day absolutely right? absolutely i know for me like even if it's you know somebody recognizing like i wear these pins on my suits mm -hmm. all the time and i spend an inordinate amount of time like trying to figure out like which pin like yeah just to like the shirt or whatnot but if somebody if i come in and somebody makes a comment it's like oh my goodness like yeah you match that well yeah. like there's a there's a level of confidence that comes in that the next meeting yeah. i go to like validation sitting up yeah. straighter like it's yeah. just those small things real time yeah um that 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 makes all the difference so um so that's cool that's good yeah. so those little real time in the moment um and they don't have to be bad. big that's what right? i was going to say like it doesn't have to be a like, huge thing just those like yeah. thank yeah thanks right yeah. like and that's what we had at tiny pulse we had things called like cheers for peers yeah. where like our customers would be you'd be able to give someone a shout out yeah right and we'd yeah. have actually have like a tv up on the wall you could yeah. stream your your cheers right nice. where like the piece of recognition be up in the break room yeah when people had break yeah. rooms yeah. right like, like in those days yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um you know but like again to me that goes so much further than me yeah. like getting a gift card yeah. to like go out to dinner or yeah. you know something like that and that's yeah. just me yeah. right so if we were to we're kind of coming to the bottom of the program now but if we were to talk directly so our audience hr leaders people leaders that are thinking about you know i'm struggling to retain my folks or maybe i'm not struggling and i'm yeah. thinking in the future like how do i continue to keep my folks engaged yeah um if you had a billboard that can say, hey, HR leaders, people leaders, do this or yeah. think in this way, what would that be for you? I think the biggest thing for me, and like this is a common thread through our time at Tiny Pulse and praying at Microsoft before that, and then now at Humanly, is just like meeting folks where they are, hmm. right? And I know that's not like rocket science or anything, but whether it's engagement or meeting candidates where they are, or yeah. like, you know, like you as an HR leader, making the extra effort to engage folks how they today should be engaged, yeah. right? Like, you know, like an example, we work with some fast food restaurants, yeah. right? And like, you know, to, they might have a QR code up or text this number yeah. to apply for a job, right? Yeah. But that'll go to the same career site mm. that everyone always goes to. Yeah. That like, again, if someone's scanning a QR, they're on their phone, like yeah. they don't have an updated resume on yeah. their phone. Yeah. Like they're not gonna yeah. sit down and do a 20 minute application, yeah. right? Yeah. So like. All, not just all credibility, but like there's just such a disconnect yeah. in those moments, yeah. right? Even well-intentioned HR and yeah. talent leaders, like you're trying to do the best by getting the text this number, text burrito yeah. to yeah. apply or whatever, yeah. but there's just a lack of under, a lack of ability to connect, right? Yeah. And so like in those moments, how do you meet them where they are authentically? Yeah. And give them the ability to be themselves, yeah. represent themselves, yeah. and get into the funnel, yeah. or be engaged, or yeah. be retained, or like, you know, so whether that's like, I don't know, like, 
having a, a wins channel on, yeah. on Slack yeah. or like, you know, people are in Slack all day, yeah. every day, right? Yeah. Or like things are, yeah. like that that are yeah. might be small, but it like are authentic and, yeah. and that stuff matters. Yeah, no, absolutely. Meeting folks where they are. And again, I think it goes back to that intention of folks want to do that, but it's like, hey, do I have the right tools? How do I, yeah. How do I do that? What yep. are the tools for that? Who are the people that are doing this well? Yeah. Um, and at what point in the process, right? Like you're saying, is it at recruiting? Is it, you know, on the back end? Folks are already leaving. Like, hey, I can still meet them where they are, you know, yeah. in that space and time. But, you know, how do we do that? And that's the well, goal that we have here is just like to give as many tools and resources and yeah. conversations around and, that. And the reality is it's hard. Right? Yeah. Like, this is not easy. And they're yeah. like, and like, at times it feels like you need to boil the ocean. Yeah. That, yeah. like, everything is broken. I need to solve for all of it. Yeah. But, like, you can only do what you can do, yeah. right? And, like, we almost, at Humanly being a 20-person startup, we almost yeah. hold ourselves to a higher standard internally yeah. about trying to be perfect and trying to be, yeah. like, but we can only do so, we yeah. only have so much, right? Yeah. So for HR leaders, like, again, well-intentioned, right? Yeah. Don't feel like you have to do it all at once. Yeah. Like, chunk it out. Yeah. Like, build in wins along Stages, the way. Stages, small steps, and, get and some like, milestones. And yeah. folks understand that, yeah. right? Like, Employees understand when you're making, and you might not be able to solve for everything, yeah. but if you're solving for the little things yeah. mm-hmm. and you're authentically doing it, yeah. that's what's going to matter, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That trust gives folks the ability to extend grace, right? When things are maybe not happening at the clip that they want, but they see, yeah. no, this leader, is, they're, they're wanting to do the right thing. They're taking actions. And yeah. I can tell that they are thinking about me, right, in that in that journey. So grace will be extended. So, um, Andrew, what's the best way for folks to get in touch with you and kind of stay up to date yeah. on what you're doing? So email, it's really easy. So andrew at humanly.io. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like LinkedIn. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, LinkedIn's all day. And I'm just like, I, I'd like to network, right? Yeah. So if there's, I tell folks, anyone I meet with, that like if there's anything I could do or folks in my network. And, and I'm not just saying that. Like I authentically really try to go out of my way to help folks. So yeah. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Connect yeah. with me via email. If there's anything at all, please please yeah. reach out. Absolutely. And he's very accessible. Um, and you can see those kind of enterprise sales. I mean, we, there's a bunch of events. We have the Makuni event. We have yeah. something later on this afternoon by way of just bringing folks together, sharing knowledge, connecting, yeah. networking, which I think is really what it's all about. Yeah. So um, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Thank you for watching. If you have any questions, any insights, any feedback um, on our guests, um, our sponsor, just let me know, Tim at MrMeaningfulWork.com. Um, also check us out on LinkedIn as well. But thank you for joining another episode of Mr. Meaningful Work Retain. We will talk to you on the next one. Peace, Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I would love to hear from you on what you found helpful from today's show, or if you have someone in your network that you would like to recognize or spark, shoot me a message at tim at mrmeaningfulwork.com or leave a comment on the show content on LinkedIn or send me a tweet at mrmeaningfulwork. That's work with no O. Thank you again and go inspire someone today.